Well, hello everyone. We're back. We've packed our bags and we're travelling again. We're going to go on pilgrimage. Uh, my name's Father Chris Gorton and my co-presenter is... John Griffin. Hi everyone. And John doing a great job. <laughs> Throughout this lockdown, time and again, I keep ringing him up and with ideas and he's, he's never been out yet, pretending he's not there. So, John, <laughs> we've, we've got a very special guest with us today. Um, and uh, do you know our guest? Have you, have you met her? I do, yeah. Um, I've been to Walsingham a few times with our guest. Well, there you go. Well, and it is none other than Anne Tipper. Oh. Anne. Yes, Father Chris. How, oh, there we go. <laughs> now, Anne and I go back a long way, don't we, Anne? We do. We go back to your early days at college. Goodness me. Mm. That was in uh, 1993, I believe. It was. It was. Yes. How old were you then, John? 93, I would have been one. Oh, there you two. go. <laughs> <laughs> you probably had better table manners than I did then. <laughs> well, I will, I will vouch for that, yes. I won't say anything about the tomato sauce and the fish. Oh, and, and, you know, I was, gonna, I was almost tempted to see how long you'd be able to go without mentioning that. We might come back to that story. Um, but... Anne and I, we have been on a number of pilgrimages together, haven't we, Anne? We have, we have. In fact, uh, not that long ago, we were in the Holy Land. That's right. It's, oh, no, well, more recently than that, we were up on, on Holy Island. We we went yeah. to uh, follow the footsteps of the Northern Saints, didn't we? We did, and that was that was terrific, that was. It was. Um, and we're hoping to be on our travels again before too long. But we, this, we're going to go on a virtual pilgrimage to the Holy Land, using clips from when we went, not the last time, but the time before. Now, how many... You'll be impressed by this, John, right? If she knows the answer. She will know the answer, but it'll be a lot. Roughly, and how many times have you been to the Holy Land? Well, I've been fortunate to work for two wonderful companies, and my first opportunity was with Mancunia Travel. Mm-hmm. And uh, my, I now work for Northern Star, which is mm-hmm. based in Presswich. And I was last in the Holy Land on my birthday, which was the 14th of February this year. Is yours the 14th of February? Yes, I'm a valid. Joking, the day before my birthday. Oh, well, that might be. It's Our Lady's yeah. Feast, is it, the 13th? The 13th well, is. Brothers. So, that's, so it, the run is Our Lady and Tipper. Mm. Then it's me. Yeah, that's right. What a fantastic order. Well, it's the right <laughs> order, I'll tell you that. But if I've kept count and I've tried to I've tried to think since we spoke last and you asked me to do this, Father Chris, I mm. would say if I was fortunate enough to go to the pil- uh, on pilgrimage next November, which I'm mm. due to go with Northern Star. Mm. That would be my 74th time to the Holy Land. Well, I told you you'd be impressed, John. (laughs) 74 times. I know. That's crazy. Because, of course, in the early days, you know, I would go three or four times a year. Wow. And the only time I had the break was when the Intifada took place. And um, that was the the pilgrimage then. I, I still have fond memories of having to phone uh, Father John Hitchin, who was at St. Richard's mm-hmm. of York. Just sent him an email today, actually. Right, to say, Father, we're due to fly out in 10 days' time, but 
we can't um, because of the trouble that had happened on Temple yeah. Mount. Gosh, and yeah. So, yes. So, yeah, I've been very fortunate. And as I said... So you you are the person to, to kick off our virtual pilgrimage. Have you had a chance to go yet, John, to the Holy Land? Never know. I'd really like to go, though. Well, yeah. let's pray that that will, will come because there's, there's something exceptional about the Holy Land. Somebody once said to me that the difference between going to the Holy Land, Holy Land and any other pilgrimages, when you go somewhere else, you're going following in those who are following Christ. But when you go to the Holy Land, you're walking in the footsteps of Jesus himself. Yeah. And, mm. and that's what's incredible. So, Anne, yes. carte blanche. We can go where we want because it's virtual. Right. Where would you where would you start off? Apart from the Ben Gurion Airport, which you always like to go through. Yes. <laughs> and tell everybody to behave. <laughs> well, I just tell and everybody then end up to having be quiet. An argument be... yourself. What? Well, Oof. you know what the security's like at the airport. And you know, we just have to be to start our pilgrimage, we just have to be very courteous, answer the questions that were asked, i.e. why are why are we coming to this country? And I always say to the people that I travel with, is because we're coming on pilgrimage. Right. And so for me, um, whether you start in the Galilee region or whether you start in Jerusalem. Mm. Let's start Galilee. Shall we go Galilee? We'll go Galilee to start. Yes. Preferably at the wrong beach because I like it there and it's got a swimming pool. Uh, yes, and it has the wonderful food, doesn't it, as well? Mm, very good. So once okay. we leave Ben Gurion Airport, we've got a two, uh, two and 20 minute drive up the north to the Galilee region. Because you see, the thing is, John, the Holy Land's about as big as Wales. Right. I mean, the country Wales. Yes. Mm. Mm. Sorry, carry on, Anne. Right, so we let's say we get to your favourite hotel, and which mm. is my favourite hotel as well, mm -hmm. the Ron Beach. Yeah. We know that each of the rooms look out onto the Sea of Galilee. Wonderful, that. And I still have the excitement of putting my head down that night after a long journey. Mm. Next morning, waking up, drawing back the curtains, and there is the Sea of Galilee. And if you're fortunate enough, right at the, that time, what happens is a boat is crossing the sea with pilgrims, just like we would get that opportunity to do as well. I mean, what's incredible, isn't it, Anne, as, you, as you we're driving up from uh, the airport, when you start seeing signs for Jerusalem yeah. and mm -hmm. Galilee, you think these places are real. And Tiberius, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I tell you, it's very, very special. Yeah, so we're up, we're up in the Rome Beach. Other hotel hotels available as well, obviously. Oh whatever. yeah, the Leonardo. That's another yeah. favourite of mine. <laughs> so, so, so there. We, we, what would we do on the first? What would we do when we're up in Galilee? Well, we get up and we have the most delicious Israeli breakfast mm. with everything that is home products, really, because, of course, we know that these um, kibbutz supply a lot of the major hotels. So yeah. you're able to have the fresh fruit. Mm. You're able to have the oranges and the bananas. Mm. And mm. the honey is absolutely mm. delicious. We have mm. the full Israeli breakfast. 
Uh, but we have the excitement then of making sure everybody is ready for the day because you know that we don't go back to the hotel until about five or half past five. Oh, that busy afternoon. days. Busy days. Make sure everybody drinks plenty of water because the worst thing that can happen, of course, on one of these pilgrimages is dehydration. So we take our water, we have a good breakfast, we head out onto the coach and we're accompanied by our guide. And of course, you have to, in the Holy Land, have a qualified guide with you. My role working for at presently Northern Star is to be the Northern Star representative to make sure that we have everything that we, we've booked, that the hotel suits our needs, uh, the food um, is, is suitable for everybody, because of course, we know that everybody has different dietary requirements and so once we get on that coach and we get introduced to our driver and our guide introduces him in, uh, in again we head around the sea of galilee mm. because we head to board usually the first thing we do is go on that wonderful boat ride father chris yeah tell everyone it's wonderful now i was trying to remember when we went last time did you celebrate mass on the boat we did celebrate mass on there yes because that Again, is one of the the beauties of the Holy Land to be able to celebrate mass together on the boat. Incredible the privilege, yeah. Captain cuts the engine. Oh, well, I thought you were going to say his name was called Captain Cook. No, did uh, you think that, Joe? I did. <laughs> well, the cap captain. Wait, well, said... you've been seventy odd times. Yeah. You know the name well, of the captain, captain <laughs> cuts the engine. We have that <laughs> silence. Um, and you can see, I, I've been for, we've, that's something we've only been doing like the last five or six years, celebrating Mass on the Boat. I think it's one of the absolute highlights for anybody who goes to the Holy Land. It's one of the musts, really. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And of course, as all good Catholics, we save on the collection as well, don't we? Um, <laughs> Did we not have a collection? No, we didn't have a collection. <laughs> missed out there. <laughs> yeah. So, no, it's just wonderful, the peace and the quiet. And, and what mm -hmm. I like most of all is I, I just like just gazing out. You, know? so you see, the thing about the Sea of Galilee, it's also called Lake Tiberias, if people get a little bit confused. And it's about the size of one of the Lake District lakes, would you say? Maybe it was yeah, that sort yeah. of, you know, just so people can get in their mind what sort of scale is. And the wind really can pick up on that. It lake. can, because it's not tidal. So no. when we go to the scriptures and we read about the storm, it wasn't because it was tidal. It was because the wind, because of the mountain range, would mm. whip up. And that is when um, storms would be created. So, Because you've got the Golan Heights on one side. You have, you? yeah, yeah. Mm. And uh, no, it's just a wonderful. But what we have to remember as well is that to the Israelis, um, uh, the Sea of Galilee is also recreation. It is. So basically what they tend to do is they tend to halve it. So w we start in the centre of the lake, if you like, and, and we go up to the north mm. where if you go down south that's where you'll come across your water skiers yeah. windsurfers because to them the lake like the lake district does to us it's yeah. recreation but we manage because we we have the peace and the quiet and the tranquility of heading up towards capernaum 
Capernaum. And, yeah. and remember that Capernaum was where, when Jesus began his public ministry, um, he, he moved to Capernaum. And, and Capernaum was very important because it, it was a crossroads for trade, wasn't it? It was, Capernaum. yeah. And we also know that that's again uh, Peter in uh, uh, Peter's mother-in-law. You can we see the house, don't we? We see the house and we see the centurion. Yeah. Um, Not the same centurion, John. <laughs> but but it's just wonderful. But it is also wonderful. I have fond memories uh, because, as you can imagine, I've taken uh, many people to the Holy Land. But I have fond memories of my uh, ex-parish priest who. You were very fond of as well, Father Pat Keane. Oh, who I was on placement with, who looked after me very well. That's right. Yeah, and I have fond memories of him just sitting in the ruins of the synagogue and gathering us all round and teaching and preaching to us. And Mm. so you go to these places in the Holy Land and you bring back so many memories and it doesn't matter how many times. I'm privileged I know I am. But you, you see, that synagogue, there's a, uh, the ruins of that are the 4th century synagogue, which are actually directly on top of the 1st century synagogue. Mm. So that means that when we're walking around those ruins, that is where Jesus really did preach yeah. and teach. That's right. Yeah. So when we read the scriptures there, it, it brings them to life in an extraordinary way then, doesn't it? It does. It does. And, you know, we use this phrase, the scriptures come alive. Well, they truly do. When when you come mm. home, um, mm. everything has just a different. You're, you're yeah. able to put the pattern into your head, mm. and you're yeah. able to follow. So mm. then, once we've left Capernaum, which is quite a peaceful place, um, we make our way then to um, loaves and fishes to tap. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Now that is wonderful because when you get down to the loaves and the fishes you have the most beautiful quiet church and i i i'm always amused because this is the first opportunity the pilgrim get to light a candle because it's very rare that the churches in the holy land have votive candles right mr trick there <laughs> yeah but when you get to uh um tabka um you can see uh, the pilgrims usually all just block <clears throat> round the two icons where mm. you can to light the candle. So, and then once leaving there, we just take a few hundred yards and we head to the primacy of Peter. Yeah, and that's yeah. where we're able to paddle. If you remember, we went right down to the seashore. We did. Uh, yeah, yeah, we did. And we um, collected. And that was incredible. Yeah, because the views around there won't have changed much in the last no. two thousand years. No, no. You could sit there all day and just meditate, dream, um, yeah, and just and imagine that you're back there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then we, so we visited Capernaum. We visited the loaves and the fishes. Oh, you know the loaves and the fishes. Yes, I just remembered something that you do have the mosaic in front of the altar. Yes, it's got two fish and four loaves, and the idea is that the other loaf because it's meant to be the five loaves and two fishes, this, the, the, that account, is the Eucharist. Yeah. So that's why they do it like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just in case that comes up on a quiz, John, you can... It's very good. It. I had a quick Google, actually, of uh, all the sites, and there's real big churches, isn't there, really, on, on all these little places? Yeah. Yeah. 
That's right, yeah. And they go around the top of uh, the, the top of Galilee, uh, of the Sea of Galilee, yeah. Yeah. So so we've been there. We have, and then... Is that but, the full day then? No, it's not, because that's... that's mm. We're only still mid-morning, really, because... Mm. But what we forgot to say is what time we usually start, and we're usually on the bus for half past seven in the morning. Yeah, that's early. Like, John, mm. <laughs> John, John, there's two half sevens in the day. <laughs> And then the last... <laughs> I'll be in trouble for that one. The last site... Well, you're in trouble all the time, Father. Oh, then The last site, of course, is Beatitudes. Oh, mm. yeah, the gospel yesterday. Mm. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah. And, of course, this is a site which attracts or has the space to attract um, hundreds and hundreds of pilgrims. Mm. So this is the only place where, if you remember, the sister who was in charge was very strict with us. Oh, yeah. And has to keep telling us to shh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, but that was everyone, not just us, John. We weren't talking. Oh, no, not just it's us, like the John. Lewis police in, uh, in the domain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah. she was strict, but not just with right. us. Oh no, it's no. not that clear. No, <laughs> and you've also got um, you've also got as well, which always amuses me. They see what the first shop, and so of course, in the Holy Land, these two things that attract uh, the pilgrims that we've taken over the years, Father, mm. and one is the public facilities, yeah, and the second is the shops. Mm. Well, yes, absolutely. Yeah. So that morning... But, I mean, having some... I, before I went to the Holy Land, somebody brought me something back from Jerusalem, and it was incredible to think that that was from Jerusalem. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So it is very special. But, you know, I've been many, many times, and each time I find something that is different. So this time... Well, we'll, we'll get to you in your shops in Jerusalem. No, in a but... Bit. Don't worry. <laughs> no, but this time in Galilee... You know where to shop. This time in Galilee, uh, when we got to Tabka, uh, mm. the priest that was accompanying us, that was with us, he'd had some study in the Holy Land, and he took us with permission down a side uh, pathway, and we celebrated Mass outside in the grounds of Tabka. I've never yeah, been yeah. there in all my time. I've never who, been who there. Was, was that one of our priests from our No, he was, oh. from, he was from Liverpool, but he was oh. a, a religious order priest. Oh. Um, I can't think uh, which no, order it was. No, it's okay. I'm just very impressed. Yeah, but they, they, they all have, the, the clergy that have been in the past, they all have their own special places that they want to visit. Yeah. And for me... It's been wonderful as well because I've been introduced the last few years to different places. Mm. And, you, you yeah. know, I do tend to store it and try and share it with people as well. So, yeah. You do. Was... So we've been there at the Beatitudes, which is a, an octagonal church, yes. isn't it? Because it, it is. has each one of the Beatitudes. And you can see outside there are places like Jesus would have sat on a sort of mound and people would have gathered round. And there's benches and things and, and people sit and it looks like that sort of teaching going on, doesn't it, around it, that? Yeah, time. yeah. And it has the beautiful gardens, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, they're yeah. lovely. And lovely. on carved stone around the gardens, you have each of the Beatitudes so you can follow around. Now, that does, <coughs> the Beatitudes does have the opportunity, it does have a guest house. Right. I've never stayed at the guest house. 
Um, but it does have a guest house. Um, but I would think um, you would have the beauty of looking onto the sea, yeah. but it's very remote. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Blessed yeah. are those who book early by the sounds. <laughs> and is the uh, yeah. Beatitudes, was that on Mount Tabor or not? Different one. No, no. Where where Mount Tabor is going towards Nazareth. Right. Which John. mount was it on a mount? Um, well, when you're the, the best way to view it is when you're on the boat and you're looking in the direction that the boat is taking you, you can actually see yes, it was on a high yeah, ground more, a mount. More like yeah. raised ground rather than right. a mount. You get fair? you get a better view of it of when you're on the boat. Yeah. But when you are looking down, the first thing people ask is, well, how would they have heard Jesus? Mm. Yeah. How would these vast crowds have heard what he had to say? Um, and I suppose it's a little bit, uh, somebody once said it could be a little bit like Chinese whispers. that People would have repeated, mm. you know, yeah. what he'd said. Then some people say that Jesus was actually on a boat Um well, he did on... teach sometimes on the boat, didn't he? Yeah, and then yeah. into the Would have crowd. carried out. Yeah. So, no, it's a wonderful <clears> place. <throat> very peaceful, very quiet. And again, it's a place where they have um, adoration of the Blessed Sacrament yeah. in the church. So when we go in, we have to be extra quiet. Which we were. Which, so, yeah. Right, go on. So we've done that now. Go, so we've keep, done that. Keep it so moving then, in the, you know. the guide, the guide then tries to talk the priest leader and myself, the group leader, to having a fish dinner. Now, do you remember? I've had one of them. That's right. So he'll say, Peter's "Let's fish. go. Let's go for lunch. Let's go and have St. Peter's fish." Mm. Now, it works out about twenty to twenty-five dollars. So. Sometimes the group say yes, sometimes groups say no. But what we have to do then is just find somewhere to have lunch because we have to have an hour's break and the guide and the driver have to have a break. So we go somewhere, we have some lunch. After lunch, we then go and visit somewhere that only opened in the last 12 months. And I would say, again, it's one of the most beautiful places. It's Who's mad. That? That Sorry about that. Oh, so I answered. It could be somebody who wants to go to the Holy Land. <laughs> go on, uh... Anne, you're all right. <laughs> Sorry all right. about that. <laughs> so then, so then after we put in, they know it's live. Go on. After we've had lunch, um, in recent uh, last few pilgrimages, we've gone to Madala, Father. I've heard about that, but we, yes. we, yeah. And is it what's it like? Oh, fantastic! Wow. Absolutely fantastic. Again, very peaceful, very quiet. Oh, oh please God, I'd love to but see. But the altar is actually the size of a fishing boat, right? And the backdrop is total glass, and you look out onto the Sea of Galilee. Wow! Um, they have different rooms where mass can be celebrated downstairs mm. and they have the most beautiful painting which you can look up on the internet and it's um you know the woman who touched the hem of jesus mm. yes yeah unbelievable i think that i've seen that one unless it's around the world is, is it literally just like his ankles and she's touching out yeah. that's right yes in his sandals mm. yes well, to actually sit there on the cobblestones and just to gaze at this picture, absolutely wonderful. Yeah. 
Wonderful. Maybe we could find that picture, yeah. John. Yeah, it is. It, it is. Um, on that. Yeah. Really so there. Okay. So then we we then depending on time we might go into Tiberius and have a couple of free hours because people do like a little bit of freedom. Um, then it's back. It's back to you know we can't always every minute of the day be guided by the the guide who would yeah. want to take us into some shops. Yeah, well, we don't to go, do do some we? shopping, but we we've got plenty of time for that. I, I can't believe you're on the, the first morning of day one. How long's the pilgrimage on? The pilgrimage About is eight days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that on, is the first on. day. We've really, in that first day, done the lakeside ministry of Jesus. Yeah, which is good. Right, yeah. so we've, had, we've gone back. We've, we've had gone a, back. We've gone back to our hotel. lemonades. <laughs> yeah, we've had a few lemonades. And then usually after after the evening meal, we usually meet, don't we, to uh, uh, say evening prayer together. Evening prayer. Or just to reminisce uh, yeah. about what we have covered that day. we pilgrims on the journey together. Yeah. Then but I, little... I I strongly recommend that people then put their heads down and yeah. have a good night's sleep. So you don't need to talk us through that. So next day. <laughs> <laughs> so the next day it's that lovely Israeli it's that lovely Israeli breakfast again. Oh, oranges and bananas. Back on the coach back on the coach by half past seven. The oranges are off. Go on. <laughs> yeah. Back on the coach by half past seven yeah. and making our way to the little village of the first miracle, Tekena. Tekena, yeah. Tekena, yes. And I've had fond memories of people asking me if I was married or um, if they could fix me up with some... Uh, I, I could tell you some stories, but anyway. We might do the story about Major Square in Bethlehem on that one. Oh, we might do, yes. Oh, come on. We'll but anyway, we get to Cana and there we... Sometimes we renew marriage vows if that's what the people want. Yeah. Um, we sometimes celebrate mass there. Yeah. Uh, but it's just a very small town. It is really. Uh, yeah, it's very surprising small. in a way. But one know. way in and one Do you way have out. Germany wine. But what you? Yeah, but we actually then go for the hospitality mm -hmm. because we go to a local shop called Daniel's. And he gives us all our free wine, doesn't he? And we all sample yeah. the wedding feast of cane and mm. wine, as they like to say. Um, yeah, you know, and... like they said, um, you know, like they said, normally they save the, the, the you know, they save, they have the mm. best first, but you save the best till last. Mm. Yes. Well, the stuff that we have is, say, fair to middling. <laughs> <laughs> And if it's at the end of if it's at the end of the pilgrimage and they're desperate for a glass of wine, then it's wonderful. Well, yeah. yeah. Anyway, go on. <laughs> so we, we he says it as it is, doesn't he, Father Chris? So we we spend an hour, only about an hour or so in Cana, because then we're heading to Nazareth. Wow. Nazareth. And I love Nazareth. God. Nazareth is wonderful. And so we head to Nazareth and to spend some time with our Blessed Lady yeah. uh, and the Holy Family. Mm. So the Church um, of the Annunciation. So we go into the Church of the Annunciation. They say it nestles in Nazareth. That's and good. Bit of alliteration to, there, nestling in Nazareth. And just to get um, an idea what Nazareth, what the Church of the Annunciation looks like, 
to me, it's like Liverpool Cathedral. Mm. Not very far very off. Yeah. yeah. Even inside, it, it does. It, well, there's an upstairs and a downstairs, isn't there? There is. Downstairs is where the cave is. Yeah, where that's the bit the that the people... When we, yeah. They all wanted to go again last time, when you were with us, you remember, but they all yeah. wanted to go back to there, where there's actually the house where of, of the Annunciation, where the angel appeared to Our Lady. It's mm. very powerful. Something very special about that place. Mm. It is. It's very powerful in the way of the silence. Mm. Because you don't want to speak, you mm. just want to try and walk past the mm. cave to take a glimpse inside and then just go and find a quiet spot to pray. And or, I, I think one of the things we did there, remember, was to encourage everybody to try and be able to pray the word yes, mm. yes. in that place because Our Lady is the ultimate yes to God. So I think there was a real focus when everybody was there doing that. So, yeah. Very... And I, I can't remember, Father, mm. whether you came with me to the Mary of Nazareth Centre. But we did go to. Did they do all that like guided tour thing? You know, yeah, like, that's right. The and then we went through different places. Yes, that's oh, right. Oh, it's brilliant, John. You want to go right. on that? It's like, you know, like one of those interactive things. Not mm. quite. Well, it is a sort of interactive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and then and, we had lunch there, didn't we? We did, and we had we a, and we had mass there as well. We did. Um, yes. And if you remember, we just after communion, it was midday, and all the bells rang for the Angelus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's extraordinary in the Church of the of the Annunciation. You've got outside in big letters in Latin. You have the words of the Angelus, and then around the outside, you have different images of Our Lady from all different parts of the world. Mm. She's very special as well, isn't it? It is because the image that is uh, associated with England is upstairs to the left, and it's Our Lady of Walsingham. Mm. Is there yeah. a, a, a so that, thing that says um, the Word became flesh here? I heard. Is that right? Mm. Yeah. Yes, that's right. And, and yeah, absolutely wonderful. But as we leave the church, well, we go to the lower church first, mm. which is where the cave is. I like that. Then, then we go to the upper church. Which it's is all right. Actually, the upper church is actually the parish church of Nazareth. Oh, well, that's nice for them. So that's where the community would get married, have the children baptised, go to Sunday mass. On the upper. Imagine that being not bad, is it? Shirt. <laughs> that is some. It's almost as good as Bolton, that yeah. part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's close. I'm beginning to. John, are you in I'm Father's not, no. parish? Oh, he's right. as he'd like to be. <laughs> Something tells me he's safer not being. Um, <laughs> but then, as we walk across the courtyard, Father, we go to the Church of St. Joseph. Yes, of and course. And it was said that that is where Joseph had his workshop. Yeah, we ever, I was looking at the pictures the other day. There's, you can see some of that, can't you? There's a clip. You can. Yeah. And each of the stained glass windows are part of Joseph's life. Because, of course, as we travel the Holy Land, Joseph really doesn't get much mm. of a look in. Oh. But when we get to Nazareth and we get to the Church of St. Joseph, uh, the stained glass windows portray Joseph's life. Mm. Yeah. Very important because of, for our parish, because we've got St. Joseph's in part of the parish, but important for all of us. Yeah. So, okay, so we, 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 we've done Nazareth. We've done Nazareth. And do you and know, it's getting on to four o'clock now, because in Nazareth, we tend to give people an hour, an hour and a half, because I think it's so important that they have their own personal prayer. Yeah. 
But before we leave Nazareth, we walk through the little market. Oh, yeah. And we go to the synagogue. Ah, exactly, yes. Yes. And the wonderful thing about that is that I remember um, there were a whole group of school children once when I was there. And one time this little boy sat outside just the synagogue thought, gosh, in the, Jesus went to the synagogue when he was a child. And that was really mm. struck me, actually. Yeah. You know, that's it what is. we read about the word became mm. like. Yeah, and and usually the the gentleman who looks after the synagogue, who's a Christian, um, because the papal flag flies strangely enough over the synagogue, and mm. um, he will then recite the Our Father for us in Aramaic. That's right. Yeah, That's and right. that was the language that Jesus would have would have spoken. And and of course, I mean, the, the privilege I've only been privilege going three times. Each time in that in the synagogue, we've read the words where Jesus stood up in the synagogue mm. at Nazareth yeah. and read the, the bit from Isaiah. He sent me to bring the good news to the poor. Today, this is being fulfilled. Yeah, reading that there is just extraordinary, you know. Yeah, and that that's the day, because then it's walking back down the hill mm. and making our way back to the coach. Yeah, um, to get back to the hotel. Yeah, um, then... and you know. We're then starting to think of our journey then um, to Jerusalem. To Jerusalem. Because the next morning we would be leaving the Galilee region and heading towards uh, the Holy City. So so that night, John, it's just bookaroo, karaoke in bed. <laughs> well, not so much the karaoke, John. If I can put it into context, at the Rom Beach, they have a very large lounge where they serve tea and coffee. Right. And it's all on um, quite comfortable cities and chairs. Oh, yeah. And there's no karaoke. It's a bit more civilised than that. Please. It's very more civilised I don't think John believed me for a minute. No. Not like Benadol. <laughs> anyway, no. you, didn't, you didn't say there was no Buckaroo, though. Anyway, go on. Right. Next day, so Jerusalem. So then it's, it's about then starting to pack our bags, saying goodbye. Um, that is one of the nights, and this happens to me all the time, is I can't draw my curtains because I want to wake up. Did you broke them. Still seeing Galilee. Yeah. I don't want to be. Galilee, for me, is the most beautiful place in the Holy mm. Land. And it's one place where, you know. It, it's to hard to leave the places, isn't it? It's very hard to leave mm. the place. There's something of real poignancy, bittersweet about having to leave yes. them. Yes, yeah. Anyway, yeah. so you've, you've drawn your curtains in the end. So, I've, I've, no, I haven't <laughs> drawn my curtains. I've got up the next you morning. Can, honestly. I've got up even earlier because I just want to take in a little bit more of the Sea of Galilee, have our breakfast, load our bus, say our thanks to the hotel, because it is customary in the uh, Israeli hotels, um, to leave a tip. Well, you say to say thank you. It's customary. To say, yeah, to say to say thank <laughs> you, um, and then we make our way down to Jerusalem. Mm -hmm.